Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since the year 1971. I'm your newest host, Davis Carroll, and I'm joined by my color man and good friend, the incomparable Cameron Kazprizak. We're broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin Studio, housed in the bowels of the Harold Melvin Student Center, right here on the lovely campus of Auburn University. It's a beautiful winter morning of about 43 degrees, and as always, it is partially cloudy. We'd like to welcome in our viewers and listeners from the Auburn Opelika Megaplex, as well as from around the world. However, messed that up. However, you may be tuning in to us today, whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna at Weagle91FM.com, or golly, I'm messing up. You know, I still don't have this one down, but I'll get it down right here. However, you may be tuning in to us today, whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna at Weagle91.1FM, or the information superhighway at WeagleFM.com, or from your podcast player of choice. After the fact, we are happy to have you in here the in the booth with us for Auburn's only drive time morning show. I messed it up. I fumbled a little bit, but it's okay. We have Cameron in here with us to save the day. How are you this morning, Cameron? I am just Dandy Davis. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I would say a little tired, but I'm not actually even that tired. Maybe invest in some coffee. No, nope, can I can I go ahead and give my recommend day early on? You can do half, like a little recommend. Okay, I'm just saying, 43 degrees, my recommend day, a nice coat. Mm, okay. What type of coat are you envisioning here? Because when, when someone says, like, a nice coat, I imagine, like, Sherpa-lined. No, like no. Like a nice, like, I'm fancy just, one. When I say nice, I just mean something that uh, is unique and recognized. But I feel mm-hmm. like everyone needs their, their coat. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your coat. I do. I have my coat. Uh, I have a couple of coats. Like when you say Davis's coat, I know which one. Exactly. Like the, Everyone needs their own coat. Like the cowboy one I have. Yep. 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 I love that coat. And yours is the one that you wore today, I reckon. Or no, the one you wore yesterday, yesterday. the blue one with yes. the white. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if we can find a picture of Cameron and I in our coats to show y'all our famous coats. Anything we've been up to, Cameron, anything you have planned today that you want to share with us in this first 15? Anything fun? Or we could just go ahead and tell our harrowing story from last night. I want to I wanna get into our harrowing story from last night. Because I'm not going to do anything today because I'm still emotionally recovering <laughs> from last night. So last night, uh, as of course it was Sunday, so we did watch The Last of Us, episode two. First off, what did you think of the second episode of The Last of Us on HBO? Um, I enjoyed it. I It was a, lit, a bit slower than the last mm-hmm. one, and I there was more character development. That's how most of the show's probably going to be. Yeah, There's I, I was big moments, but the big thing is Ellie and Joel, and I think it kind of started that today. And it was a lot more uh, moments like directly from the game than I realized. Like the moment where she was like acting like she wanted to get a hotel room, that was yeah. in the game and I forgot about that. That's like a little like she goes off and does that or you can just keep going and ignore it. But yeah. So last night as if if you listen to Compact Discourse last week, you heard us. We we attempted to make cookies, and uh, Cameron's oven split the atom and burned our cookies. I'll go ahead and recount the story to you. It was we had the cookies out on the pan a little bit before, and before the oven even preheated all the way to three fifty, I went and threw them in there for about eleven minutes, and then I checked them at probably eleven minutes, and they were completely burned on the bottom. I don't even think you made it that far. I honestly don't I don't even think it was like eight minutes. <laughs> so last night we we were like, we're gonna fix this. We're gonna get this right. So we laid all we laid all the cookies out. We let the oven preheat all the way, completely to three fifty. And we heard the beep and I ran in there and I threw them in there for ten minutes. 
And I was checking them. I went in there, checked them a few times, and they looked perfect. We got them out at time. They looked so good. And then tragedy struck. I, I started flipping them over. <laughs> like they looked good. Like I was like, oh yeah, we really we did it this time. And then they were burned on the uh, bottom again. I don't. I, Cameron has a theory on on why on the the conventions of this oven that caused this. So I think what happened last week was this was my theory before we made this. My theory was that because we put it in before it was done preheating, the oven was still accelerating. The, <laughs> it was ex- <laughs> this is this is scientifically proven. It, we we have a scientist in here with us because the air was a, there's a difference in the heat. You know, there's the heat is changing. It's accelerating. It's accelerating the particles. It's doing work on the bottom of the cookies. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all physics, and it's very phys- it's physically sound. I say. Uh-huh. So whenever you put it in at a constant temperature, <laughs> it's not doing work. Okay. Cameron's looking at the photo of the bird cookies and, right now. You know this. The verdict is still <laughs> out on that hypothesis, uh, based on this n- our newest findings. There does seem to be a pattern emerging. Based on the burntness of the mm-hmm, cookies mm-hmm. and where they were on the uh, on the pan, I think it's trying to tell us something. It's it's a, it's like what's the correlation on those cookies? It's like yeah. a negative correlation. We're we're gonna have to do. Well, it's a gradient. That's okay, what it is. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're gonna have to do some analysis. <laughs> we're gonna put we're gonna put some. Um, what are we gonna put in the oven? Oh, I said I said we should just put the cookies in the oven for like thirty minutes and see how they turn <laughs> out. I mean, they can only get so burnt. That's true. Right? Yeah. At at what point do they reduce to ash? I think like how long do you have to put them in there? You think? I don't. I don't. I don't think we have enough time. I feel like <laughs> I feel like my oven would catch on fire before it would turn to ash. I don't. Your oven has insane. I, I'm not sure if your theory's correct. I think the cookie burning monster came by when we turned away and burnt our cookies. The cookie burning monster. <laughs> he came in there and he burnt our cookies. He, I, we must have said something or the. Karma's not smiling upon us. Today. I did leave the back door unlocked, so maybe he climbed up the wall <laughs> to my apartment and burnt my cookies. So, you've have you cooked anything else in this oven before? Yes, I I made on New Year's. I made uh, and some. the national championship. I made pigs in a blanket. You did like you did make little piggies in little blankets, and, and they, they were did perfectly fine. They were great, actually. They were really good. So it must be something exclusive to cookies. Oh wait, no, no, no! I checked the oven last night, and the no cookie <laughs> mode was activated. We forgot about that. <laughs> and also, I checked the packaging, and when we put it in for 10 minutes, but I read the packaging, and actually, it actually recommended 10 micro-minutes. <laughs> what do you think about it? Okay, they're done. <laughs> That's why they burn. I think next time we should just eat dough. Just eat the cookie dough. It's fine, and it's healthy now. It says on the – it said, you know, back in my day, it used to say, don't eat. But now on the packaging, it says cook or eat. Have you – I've What's probably switched? eaten a t- – I don't, I don't know what – a barrel of cookie dough in my day. Let's that'll be the measurement I use. Never gotten salmonella. It. I want to know what happened between my childhood and now because it says you can eat it now. It's so did fake. they change the? They cookie changed dough? the eggs to AI eggs. Did <laughs> <laughs> AI eggs that allow you to eat the cookie dough? Speaking of AI, we saw uh, there was something on Twitter yesterday. This is wild. Do you want to recount it to the listeners, Cameron? Do you, I, to, do you want to pull it up? I will pull it up and read it right okay. now. Cameron had a nice little reply to this, but it's something uh, a certain tech bro. Uh, a, an anonymous tech bro <laughs> on an anonymous social media tech website posted, quote, imagine if every book is converted into an animated book and made 10 times more engaging. AI will do this. 
Huge opportunity here to disrupt Kindle and Audible. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> what if they turn books into like AI talk shows <laughs> in the morning when you're driving? That would be incredible. Huge way to disrupt Compact Discourse. <laughs> I this this tweet has just I've just been it has baffled me. You can't read a book. You I can't. It, n- words cannot describe. For those of you who don't know, I have a Twitter at Cameroon underscore K where I I quote retweeted. Oh, I forgot to plug us. There is a desperate us. need for the tech community to rediscover the humanities. I'll go. And let I, me I believe that. let me plug us real quick. At this time, I would like to remind our audience that if at any time you'd like to ask a question, drop a hot take, or in the unlikely event that we get something wrong, we have a dedicated team of call screeners waiting to handle your inquiry at three three four eight four four nine three forty five, or you can hit us up at Twitter at cdisc underscore au. I don't think there's an underscore, but whatever. Or my personal account, db underscore carol zero. Or if you want to tech, or tweet at, oh, excuse me, un, undescript social media at Cameron about this certain uh, <clears throat> movies. They're just making movies. You can go at Cameroon underscore K. Is that correct? That Yeah, that's it. Tech bros have once again reinvented another concept. They reinvented, uh, basically they just reinvented trains with the burrow. They, they did that. I saw one where they use um, they used software and a light that goes in a circle around a pillar to basically reinvent the sundial. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they reinvented a sundial as a clock, where it like used software to place the light where it needed to be. Are these guys unemployed? What do they do? That's day to what, day? How do they have jobs? Like what? What what is profitable about this nonsense? Because like they'll they they try to like reinvent everything with software. It's like how do you make money with that? You know it they, just costs more money to do that. You remember when they what was it? They tried to buy Dune or like they bought they bought the Dune like art book and they were like we're gonna make this public domain and we're gonna make a movie out of it. I don't remember that. It was something with NFTs. Oh bother! Another whole thing we don't want to rabbit hole get into. Um, anything, anything more this break before we go ahead and head off to commercial break? Anything, any, any fun little anecdotes on the, on the way here this morning? Um, like your little sweater you were wearing? That was a a tiny little sweater. I put it on and it was about halfway up my forearm. It used to be my sweater. So just imagine how it looked on me. That's what I I was going to come in here. I was going to say, Davis, you like my sweater, but (laughs) the bit didn't work. It did. It's truly a small sweater. I don't know who could wear that sweater because it like fits on your body. But then it's halfway up your arms. It is truly the weirdest sweater I've ever seen. But with that, we will be right back after this quick PSA break for some more riveting discussions on Compact Discourse. And we might have a little funny story about a certain cave for you all here in the next segment. See you then. Welcome back in here to Compact Discourse. Monday, 8 a.m., about 43 degrees outside. A little chilly. Wear your coat, as Cameron said. If you feel so inclined. If you feel so inclined, where You can be cold if you want to. If you want. That's there's, entirely your prerogative. There's definitely going to be people wearing shorts today. Like, I get, like, you want to look cool, but, like... I think it's an attention thing. Some I, I did end up wearing shorts 
on Friday and it was a little chilly, but that was because I had to wear shorts that morning. I didn't feel like changing was my excuse. Not because I was like, oh, yeah, I can handle the cold. It's not even cold out here. It's not. <laughs> like, this is really nothing, guys. I've been colder. Um, But I did promise you all a little story before we went to break there. Last Monday, the first Compact Discourse episode of me, Cameron, and we also had Luke here. Right after it, we went back to Cameron's place and we pondered on what to do that day. Since it was MLK Day, we didn't have class. There was, there was some contention on what it was, but we decided that we would go explore a cave. A certain cave in one city, Childersburg, if you've ever heard of it. It was formerly called DeSoto Caverns when I was a youngling, uh, but it is now called Majestic Caverns. First of all, was it a Majestic Cavern, Cameron? I would say there was an air of, of mystery and whimsy, and I, I would say it was Majestic. Yeah, okay, that's what I'd say. So we got there to this ma- so-called Majestic Caverns, and it, is, it, it claims to be Alabama's big cave. So many signs on the way claim this exact thing. So we got there, and we ended up in, like, the little town outside the cave for the attractions, and there was, like, nobody there. There was there was a few... They all got lost in the cave. Some folks there, but, like, we couldn't find where to buy the tickets to get in the cave first off. We finally figured it out, and we waited for our little tour of the cave. We went in the cave. We went around. We saw some rocks. We heard a few stories about... There was a there used to be a a, a bar in the cave cavern in the tap or t- tavern in the cavern yeah there used to be they used to make cannonballs or gunpowder there there's the guy from Jack in the Box McDonald's Jack Ronald what Ronald McDonald the guy from McDonald's oh yes <laughs> yes <laughs> he worked at McDonald's it was a crazy tour um I'm not gonna give a shout out to our tour guide he was funny he it, was funny. What, okay, so my question is, do you think that was all of a script? I think, I think it was a script. Like, entirely, or do you think he ad-libbed any? I don't think he ad-libbed a single word of that. His delivery of the joke seemed very like... dry. <laughs> my favorite joke is at the beginning of the tour, he's like, he goes, he, he takes a flashlight and points it to the entrance of the cave, and he points it to the back <laughs> of the cave. He's like, does anyone know how far this distance is? And someone's like, uh, 20 feet? <laughs> and he's like, it's actually 200 yards. Which is like two football fields. I'm like, oh, that's crazy, you know. And then he he points to the bottom of the cave and the top of the cave. He's like, does anyone know how tall this is? And this kid's like, uh, six feet. <laughs> <laughs> Same kid that said jacks when he asked for the for the the fast food. And um, yeah, we'll get to that one. But so then he's like, oh, it's actually twelve stories tall. You know, you could fit two buildings in here. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So then he just points to like two random rocks. <laughs> and he's like, does anyone know what this distance is? And of course, no one answers because it's like it's just two random rocks. Why? And he's like. So you all don't know? And we're like, no. And he's like, well, neither do I. They never told me. Awesome. What? (laughs) Just great delivery from him. But later on, there was a little skeleton that they had perched up on a little thing with his arm reaching up. scaffolding. He was (laughs) up in the air. (laughs) And he went, does anybody know what fast food restaurant this fellow worked at? And this kid goes. And it was just silent for a minute. And then, Jax? Why Jax? Who <laughs> eats at Jax? Cameron, we're so appalled by that answer. <laughs> Why not like Chick-fil-A and or what, Burger what King? What makes that even funnier is the guy was like, no, it was McDonald's. Why does it matter? <laughs> he could just be like, yeah, it was Jax. <laughs> he wasn't wearing like a McDonald's hat or anything. He was, it was just that, a skeleton. That's why I'm saying he wasn't ready to go off script. The kid went off script and the, and the guy couldn't handle it. <laughs> I really think, like, if I, I think I could do that tour personally. I think I could be riffing about that cave. 
and he was talking about he was talking about how the stalactites and stalagmites were married, and one of them was getting cold feet or whatever. That was, but we got through the cave. We did. We made it out the. At back. one point, he was he 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 went. Is anybody prone to epilepsy <laughs> or seizures? <laughs> Cameron, would you like to? So nobody says anything because we're not prone to epilepsy. We're or not. Seizures, yeah. But why? then this one person in the group just goes, "Why?" <laughs> Just very dry, not like not like she's even really that curious. Like she's kind of like she was offended by the question. Why? Why? Why do you think? I mean, like why? <laughs> like obviously we're gonna watch something that. Oh my goodness! And the answer was that we got a light show. This light show is crazy, y'all. I let Cameron take over this light show. Okay, so we get we we all sit down, we take our seats. We're sitting in the back row so we can enjoy it properly. He puts on this light show. And for the first few seconds of it, it's just some water spurting up in the air. So it sounds like someone just kind of spilled their water in the front row for a little bit. But eventually the lasers come on, and it's some cool light shows. They're making cool shapes with lasers. And there's this music in the background. It's, it's majestic, like the caverns. And it's, you know, good fun, fine, awesome, great. It ends. Lights cut off. And then our tour guide, he hits us with, y'all want to see another one? <laughs> And then we hit him with the nothing. Nobody yeah. says it because we couldn't understand him. He was really quiet. So we can, we don't understand what he says. And this one guy goes, what did you say? <laughs> and then the tour guide's like, do y'all want to see another light show? And then the guy goes, sure. <laughs> so he puts on the second light show. <laughs> and this song starts playing. It, it, it enters with guitars. And I'm like, that's weird. That's not majestic. That's a guitar. And then as the song keeps going, it, it's, we, we shazammed it and we couldn't find it. But basically just imagine every single Green Day song rolled into like eight minutes. That's what the song was. It's a laser light show inside this cavern. In the background, we're cheering, I'm the Wizard of Oz. Literally, he, he sang about being the Wizard of Oz for like three minutes. It was certainly one of the craziest songs I've ever heard in my life. And like, we're just seeing the back laughing. You know, we're cr- I'm crying because this is so funny, and everyone else is looking at us. And I feel bad because, like, I can't help it. This is hilarious. I mean, it's Green Day <laughs> in a cave. It was really something remarkable, and then we shazammed it. We couldn't find the song. I, <laughs> I fully expected the guy to be like, did y'all <laughs> like that? You can buy my CD outside. I will post the video on Compact Discourse, the, the tweet I make after the show, so y'all can at least hear some of it. It, I cannot explain how off guard I was. T- like I thought it was just gonna be another like the first one, and then I heard like, "You <laughs> and me." I was like, "What the heck?" I was so taken aback. I didn't know what to think. Really, truthfully, it was certainly one of the funniest experiences I've ever had in my life. We, Cameron and I, afterwards, were like crying, laughing in the bathroom of DeSoto Caverns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No, I was I was using I couldn't even like use a restroom because I was just <laughs> laughing so hard in that bathroom. A fun fact about DeSoto Caverns, if you didn't know, the tour back in the day, Grayson was telling me about this. I don't really remember this, but like I've heard about it. It used to be like through the lens of creationism. Interesting. And you I'm pretty sure you can like go to church in DeSoto Caverns. Like they have like mass and stuff there. Whatever. Well, I guess Catholic is mass. Yeah. What, uh, service. They'll have service there. I mean, it might be Catholic. DeSoto was Spanish. I, so. I don't... I, whatever it is, I, they have, like, 
religious service there. Interesting. That's why they had the big old stage in there. He said they used to do wedding weddings there. Really? In reception. That'd like, be pretty cool. That's what I was saying. Like, I would love to have a wedding reception yeah. there. But imagine, like, you're about to kiss your significant other and a, a drop of, like, the water I'm the Wizard the of Oz. <laughs> a drop of water falls in your mouth, and then the Wizard of Oz song plays. That might ruin the whole thing. I feel like that would make it so special. You're like, oh, you remember when we were about to kiss and a drop of calcium deposit dripped in our mouth? I'm the wizard. I'm the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> what a. I'm not going to recommend to go there. I feel like. I feel it's, like. It's it, pretty cool seeing a cave, but I feel like you understand what. You, you, you've seen it now, just hearing our story. If you could go through what we went through, <laughs> I'd say it was worth the $13. Because I got a good amount of entertainment out of that. We, we have stories for the rest of our life from this, this yeah. cave tour. Yeah. I think if they let us spend the night there, it would have been that much cooler. I That would be very scary. You think? I'm scared They're of- They're not going to turn all the lights off. Honestly, the cave isn't that big. Mm-hmm. I expected it, because like cathedral caverns, it's like you can't even see the back. This mm. one was like a cave. It was a cavern, certainly. Would you describe it as, you said you it was majestic, but after our stories, is it more or less majestic- I'd say it's less majestic. With all with all the things involved, not just the cave itself, with all the stories that go with it. Yeah, I'd say the the tour and everything kind of uh, brought about an air of disillusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, uh, it's not quite majestic. It kind of grounded the experience. It was v- still very fun. However, it just seems more of like a place where uh, McDonald's workers go to die, that's, apparently. That's true. <laughs> Not J- Jack's workers go to cathedral caves. <laughs> McDonald's workers take majestic DeSoto caverns, whatever you call it. Uh, my, I think we should have gone. We should have tried and go gone through that little maze while we were there. There was a maze. Yeah, there was a there was like the the water gun maze or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, yeah. That's what it's called. I, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I don't know if I. We gotta got lost in there. I I don't. I think we were too tall for that. I think we would have just seen right over the the hedges. <laughs> if we made it to the middle, we would have had. We would have found the origin of the song. And the oh, of, you're following that. Oh yeah, we should have gone. We would have found the Wizard of Oz. Have you ever seen the movie The Descent? No, I've not. It's a cave movie. Mm. Since we're speaking on caves, here's a little mini recommendation for y'all. Since Cameron got one earlier. It's a kind of a horror movie, horror action, I'd say, where they go spelunking. Oh, which is very scary. Mm-mm. I would never go spelunking. I think actually, I think I might go spelunking if I didn't have to do like a squeeze. Never. If you've heard of a, if you're familiar with a squeeze, that's horrifying. Yeah, like where you're like crawling and it, like you don't have any, like you can't even breathe. I'm never doing that. Never, ever, ever. But I might go like walk around in a cave. With the descent, they like they're going down spelunking, but there's like things down there. Stalactites. People, McDonald's workers. <laughs> they might have been McDonald's workers, actually. What? <laughs> so basically, the I'll, I'll go ahead and do this quick before we go to PSA and we hear our secret song of the day. But um, it's like some like millions of years ago, people moved down into the cave and they evolved into like these cave dwellers that eat people. So it's like uh, Black Panther. What? The Atlanteans. Yeah, I guess so. They're they're Namor? certainly a lot scarier than Namor. Is the kid without love down there? None of they can't even talk. They're like blind ooh. and stuff. Oh, ooh, because like they're like living in the dark. War. Yeah, sure. You ever play Gears of War? I watched my friend in middle school play it. Yeah, but I didn't those like it. those giant lizard people that you fight. Those are actually like uh, coal miners that just got stuck. What? That got stuck downstairs and. Uh, what? Yeah. 
No way. With that, we're going to go to a quick PSA break, and we will hear a little secret special song that Cameron has chosen out for you all today on Compact Discourse. I want to thank you all for listening so far. Hope you are enjoying. If you have anything you want to add, call in at 334-844-9345, or you can tweet at cdiscau, db underscore carol zero, or cameroon underscore k. I'm not sure you have anything. We, we, we have much to we, we could do much, but you know, we'll be back. Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Or if you're listening on your podcast player of choice, you may have just missed our special song, The Walls Are Way Too Thin, which is good context for the segue. Speaking of walls that are way ah! too thin, we saw a scary movie that uh, sort of has something to do with walls. It had disappearing windows and doors and toilets disappearing. Crazy. It was certainly, well, what was it called, Cameron, if you'd like to tell them all? It was called... Silly... silly Silly must, skilly little rat. What was it called? Uh, the skinamarink. Oh, I felt like I felt crazy going up to the the guy at the uh the movie theater. I was like, can I get a ticket for skinamarink? What a silly that name! What it's called? It was not a silly movie. <laughs> it Let did... it be known. <laughs> it did have a silly moment, but which? Oh yeah, yeah. The toilet disappeared. <laughs> that was funny. That was Is the one. Is this haunted room actually stretching? That's what you'll feel like when you're watching Skinamarink. For the first 40 minutes, maybe not. It was, but it was good ambiance for the first 40 minutes, but then. It wasn't good enough to keep Cameron interested. No, I started reading a book on my phone mm. Emma by Jane Austen, a good read. Uh, Jane Austen's very good. But eventually, I did have to put my phone down and tune into the movie, which was exceptional. Towards the end, I'd say. It was pretty freaky. There was some scary faces and a and a little scary phone. We don't, we don't need to get spoilers. I feel like if you go in fresh, uh, not even knowing what the movie is, I feel like that would uh, amplify the experience. It is pretty freaky, though. Near the end, like if you get freaked out easily, you might have I to could not sleep. watch. I don't get scared easily. I could watch. I, it was pretty freaky. I played all of Five Nights at Freddy's without getting scared, but I couldn't watch this. Here's a big spoiler for you. You hear a certain <laughs> Freddy Fazbear's in the movie. It was a crazy twist. He comes out. He does a jump scare. Golden Freddy's in the post-credit <laughs> scene. <laughs> He's slumped over. In all actuality, if since they are making a FNAF movie, Five Nights at Freddy's movie, I think if it was like made like Skin of a Rink, where like you're just kind of like for a little bit, you're just like staring at the cameras and like I stuff think starts be happening. That actually kind of might be pretty cool. That would be incredible. Willem Dafoe's going to be Purple Guy. <laughs> I think Willem Dafoe is going to be in it. Robert Pattinson is going to be the other Purple Guy. What? He's the Purple Guy's son. William Afton? I thought William Afton was. Is it Billy? Mike, it's Michael wait. Afton? Yeah, Michael Afton. No way. Which one's Billy Afton? Oh. William's the Purple Guy. William. William's the original Purple we're Guy. We're kind of showing our... We're kind of showing... <laughs> it's Super <kind> of, nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing that we know this much about FNAF lore, but... When my good friend Christopher Tobias was still at Auburn, me and Chris would just start watching like random lore videos, and one of them was like all the FNAF lore. Yes, kind of interesting. I like video game lore because it's so absurd. Like you can tell they did not think of this at all. Yeah. And then whenever they got greenlit for a sequel, they just like went 
J.R.R. Oh, Tolkien. Yeah, sure. Yeah. This is it. all all those little Easter eggs, they're true. They're yep. part of the lore. Yep. And speaking of video game lore and therefore stories, you had a little idea. I was thinking, you know, uh, in the vein of FNAF and Skidamarink style, I was thinking, what, what video games do we want to see adapted in the style of certain movies mm-hmm. that would uh, tailor well to the experience mm-hmm. of the game? And something I thought of was maybe like Halo and Avatar, where I'm not exactly fond of the Avatar movie, but the ambiance and the the effect of exploring this new majestic world, that's really what Halo's about, uh, is exploring the Halo ring, and I think a Halo movie in the style of Avatar, where the focus is on the the uh, environment. I I would like to see that movie. I think if you made an Uncharted with good casting, in like Indiana Jones style. Yeah, I'm there. I mean, was that not what that was? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. It it was trying to be like Indiana Jones style, but it was like too sanitized. I guess. I guess is that the only way I can think to describe it? Here's who I think should play Nathan Drake. I know who should play Nathan Drake, but you tell me. Tom Cruise. What? He's the only one that can do those crazy stunts that Nathan Drake does. Nathan Fillion should be Nathan Drake. He's a little old now, but no. like think he's about literally it. played Nathan Drake in a short film. That scene where they're jumping from crate to crate through the air, Tom Cruise would have done that. That's true. He would have actually done that. Yeah. <sighs> I just I'm sad the Uncharted movie wasn't. I know you enjoyed it. That was fun. Well enough. Like it. It was like like if I was not a huge Uncharted fan, I'm sure I'd just be like, yeah, that was certainly a movie I didn't hate. But the fact that I love Uncharted so much, like the whole movie, you're like, this isn't Nathan and Sully. And then in the post credit scene, you're like, that is literally like if they had just done the post credit scene. There's a post credit scene. Or it's like the end credit scene or whatever, where they're like they bust into like the bar in Cuba, and they're like riffing and stuff. Like Fidel Castro's there. Like what? Fidel is yeah, he's there. That is literally like that's Uncharted. Like it I was, don't know. It, it was, it was like I was like, I, I saw my friend Chris, who I just talked about earlier, FNAF fan Chris, and we were just like, if that was the whole movie, we might have actually enjoyed it more. I don't, I don't play video games. I don't know. I felt bar- very embarrassed Uncharted last night awesome. when I was asked, "Do you have GTA?" And I was like, "No." And she was like. <laughs> Do you have any other games? No, oh, just no, just Mario Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mar- I'm Sonic. <laughs> You've been playing Mario Odyssey, yes? I have. I, uh, you know, against my will, yeah, I've been playing Mario Odyssey. Have you played any other Mario games to compare it against? I back in my day, me and my sister, we had Nintendo DSs, and mm. we used to play uh, Mario N64. The DS oh, port. You could get, yeah, you could get Wario and Waluigi yes. in that. And Yoshi and Luigi. And there was a rabbit that you could run around. But that's in the original one. Okay, yeah. You have to catch the... And, but in the original one, you can, like, if you grab the rabbit and walk to the door, yeah. you can, like, glitch out, and then you can do, like, a speed run thing. Awesome. I never caught the rabbit. I don't even what? think... What? I don't think I ever made it past the ice level, actually. With the penguins? Yeah, I don't what? think I'm. A, I was really bad at video games. I, <laughs> I beat I want that you game, know. and I got all the people, and I played it all the time because it was so fun. I used to play Mario Kart all the time as well on my DS. I was so bad at video games. I remember like there are a good number of Game Boy and DS games in my closet that I never got past the first level. I would just <laughs> play that level over and over again. I didn't even realize there was the rest of the game. <laughs> That's how I was with the Scooby Doo game, and I did have. I played a lot of Mario games. I wasn't that big of a Mario fan, but like I'm thinking about it. I played Mario Galaxy and all that, but I had Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, if you've ever heard of that one. No. 
That's Sounds the one. Like you made that up. Nope, it's real. You go, you go into Bowser. Like you shrink down. And you have to like go fix. He has like a coronary or something. I don't know. Like you're trying to help him medically, and there's one section in it where like he eats a big old carrot, and you have to break the carrot up by tapping really hard. Never ever got past it. Very interesting. Like I never could do it. I I don't know if I could. If you gave me it now, I don't know if I could do it still. Because I was tapping pretty fast. Yeah. My little stylus. I never could break it. And it was so fr- – like, that's probably the first time I ever, like, got really mad at a game. Really? Truthfully. Um, I don't – I just don't play a lot of video games. I've been kind of growing out of it, but I'll still play video games now Yeah, I feel like lately it's just the spark is not – ever since I played Dark Souls 3, like, I say that jokingly, but I'm serious. Like, ever since I played Dark Souls 3, it's just like I couldn't get into another game. I, I even bought Elden Ring, and I was like, eh. Just, I was thinking about playing yeah. Elden Ring. It's okay. I'm sure. I'm sure it's good. We can talk about some more games and maybe even recommend some okay. to you after this quick little PSA break. It is 8:43. See what the temperatures like real quick before I send you off to PSA. Oh my goodness, it's 44 degrees, partially cloudy, high of 53, low of 35 here on the loveliest village in the loveliest village on the plains. Hope you're all enjoying your day so far. Hope you're enjoying CD. Hope y'all will come back after this break to hear more about what we have to say and what we have to recommend maybe for Recommonday here coming up. We'll see y'all back here in a second. Welcome back into Compact Discourse. This is our final segment. It's going to be Wrecka Monday. But before we get to Wrecka Monday, we have another little segment idea. Cameron and I have been watching a lot of movies together recently, or just watching things together. Obviously, we watched Skinner Rank. But since we watch movies, we had a little idea. I got this idea from uh, Mr. Sunday Movies on YouTube. I really like them. You ever heard of them, Cameron? I love Mr. Sunday oh, Movies. so funny. So much so, I started my own podcast little uh monday tv show guy oh really yeah it it never got off the ground (laughs) nobody wanted to co-host with me so so i'm gonna read cameron a review on letterboxd he knows the category of the movie it is comedy if you at home you can also play along if you like uh 334-844-9345 if you can guess the movie based off the review this one's not gonna be that hard but we'll give cameron a chance anyway the review is five stars and a like they bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. That's airplane. Easy. Classic. Too, too easy. I'll give you one more while you – do you want to go ahead and start recommending something while I find you one more? Recommonday. Today I'm going to be recommending a couple of pop artists that I don't see getting enough love on the timeline. You know, I'm, I'm big on Twitter, and I see a lot of uh, uh, music tweets going on. I never see anything about these two artists. First up, Holly Humberstone. If you have been tuning in for the entire show, you heard her song, The Walls Are Way Too Thin, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at the half hour. Great artist. She toured with Livy Rodrigo. The other one is Zella Day. She's been doing this for about a decade now, and her album, Sunday in Heaven, came out last year, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've been listening to it a lot lately. Uh, The title track is amazing. 
also Dance for Love. I've played those on my show Pop Style. Uh, two great pop artists that I think everyone would benefit from listening to. Uh, you know, they're not like the other pop artists. They're not getting the play that they need to, I'd say. So that's my Recommonday. A couple of pop artists, Zella Day and Holly Humberstone. All right. I got one more quick one for you. Another, I'd say, comedy. I have two reviews for you. One's three and a half. Okay. One word, Radiohead. I don't think you're going to get off that, but I thought that was funny. Okay, I'm I'm thinking the Lego movie. No. No, okay. Five stars alike. A look was served in every shot. A look was served in every shot and Radiohead, and it's a comedy. I'd say so. You'd say it's comical. It's also, it's romantic, too. A look was served in Radiohead. Uh, <laughs> oh! It's, uh, I know exactly, it's Clueless. Yes! yes! I it's remember, because it's that exact scene. Uh, where they're playing fake plastic trees on the radio, and she goes, oh, college radio. And I texted my friend JP, because we both played that song on our shows. Oh, that could be a good station ID. That would be a great station ID, I'll actually. look into that, actually. I might not even read for Con Law. I might go hey, look into that right now. You know after. what book that, that movie's based off of? What book? Emma by Jane Austen. That's why I was reading it in the movie. <laughs> he just loves Clueless. I also love Clueless. It's hilarious. Clueless. As if. Is so good. So good. Oh, and Paul Rudd's in it too. Alicia Silverstone's in it. It's so good. And the guy, uh, Donald something, he's from Scrubs, is in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Cameron did his Recommonday. We had some little fun trying to guess some movies. Uh, I think this could be a good little thing to do every week. I, I like this idea. Tell uh, Listeners at home, tell us what you think. For my Recommonday, I'm going to give you two things. Uh, one is music-related. The other is movie-related. The music is This Old Dog, the album by Mac DeMarco. Been listening to it a ton recently. Really love it. Really soothing. Just, just a really good listen. Um, may crack my top twenty albums all time because it's just that good to me. I, I, it's. I know some people don't like superlatives, but it's really good. And the next thing for me, I want to recommend, will be a certain movie I watched. Um, when did we see Skin Rink? Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. So I watched this before we went to see Skin Rink, which is a crazy whiplash. Because I was... So Grayson, uh, former station manager of Weagle, came to pick us up. And like I just have like an open door policy. Like, you can just walk in my house if I know you well enough. I don't even care. Like, you don't even need to knock. So I had just watched this movie, and I was sitting there crying. Like I, I couldn't even figure out why. I was like... I was inconsolable for there for a minute. And Grayson just walks in. I was like, Grayson... I'm sorry, I just watched this movie. And I'd watched this movie called After Sun, starring Paul Mezcal. Mezcal. Um, and what is the girl's name? Have you heard about this movie, Cameron? I cannot say I have, no. And Frankie Corio, who plays his daughter in it. It is a movie about a father-daughter relationship. And the whole thing is about... The movie's really just um, the girl looking back on her relationship with her father through like home videos from a vacation they went on. And it was, I was inconsolable. I watched the ending like three more times yesterday, and every time I was inconsolable. It was, it's really good. I give it five stars. It's now cracked. It, on my letterbox, if you check it, it is my, it's listed as my fourth favorite movie on there. Wow. Wow. What was it, what did it replace? It replaced Last Black Man in San Francisco. My, that fourth slot's kind of like a rotating, like it, it, you can just slot, yeah. I just slot things in yeah. there. Like I love Last Black Man in San Francisco. I give that a 10 out of 10, five stars. It's one of my favorites of all time. But, like, the first three on my letterbox, I have La Haine, Children of Men, and Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Love Ocean. My favorite movie isn't even on my favorites list. Why not? It's, you have to get to know me. 
Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's personal. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> With the four slots, just kind of like you can just slot whatever in there. Like my favorite thing for yeah. that that moment. I feel yeah. What do you have as your four favorite on Letterboxd? My four favorite. Like I said, my actual like top top favorite movie is not on there because it couldn't even be put in a category with these three other movies. I think you just put whatever like like La Haine and Ocean's Eleven are so different, but they're, they're yeah. I love them both. Uh, uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, good choice. Puss Everything, everywhere, yeah, yeah, all at once, great choice. Uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, okay, love that. Is that one. the one with Matthew Heath McConaughey? Oh, it's the one with Heath Ledger. Okay. Yeah, uh, your thing of Days and Confused. And then the fourth spot, that is also a rotating one, but that one just flip-flops between Little Women <laughs> and Lady Bird. So I was going to do a review for Lady Bird for one of yours, but none of them were, like, funny enough. They're all like, yeah. this movie's awesome, because yeah. it is awesome. Yeah. It's, like, it's it is great. great movie. Right now I have it as Little Women, because I watched it over the break. I have not seen Little Women before. It is and incredible. I really want and to. I, th- I very much think you should. I, I, you I, should do it before it gets warm, because it is winter vibes. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. You want to watch it tonight? I just watched it like a month. Yeah, I'll watch it tonight. Yeah! <laughs> if it's if it's like, if I don't have to pay a ton of money to watch it, I'll watch it. Or okay. maybe I'll watch After Sun again. Maybe I just really want to. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I just really want to be inconsolable tonight. We'll, we'll see how the day goes. Anything else for the listeners at home, Cameron? We can little, end a little early if you feel like it, or we could we could hash it out for another few minutes about whatever we feel. Anything else for listeners at home? It's a Monday. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think a lot Seize of people, yeah, exactly. A lot of people wake up and they're like, oh, Monday, I have work. I think you should take this as an opportunity to, it's a brand new week, new opportunities. You have the whole week ahead of That's you. True. Just really take advantage of your time, mm. you know, and look, look forward to the week ahead. It's a, it's a beautiful day outside. Maybe call your grandma and tell your lover. I don't know. Preach, preach. All right, with that, we want to thank you all for listening. Oh, wait. I, I pushed the wrong one. Oh. I guess this will be my outro for the moment because I don't know where the actual CD outro is. So, yeah, thank you all. <laughs> I'm just so disorganized when it comes to the outro. I got the intro down. I got all the comebacks. You have no script down. to go to. Thank I'm, you all. Uh, you were going to say? Uh, he has the script memorized. Oh, yeah. Just, it, it's, all, it's all in here. Thank you all for listening to Compact Discourse. Tune in next week. Uh, for us to next Monday, you can listen tomorrow to hear Alex talk about some sports or whatever. You can listen to Wednesday to hear me and Luke talk about who knows what. You can listen to Thursday to listen to Adrian and Rio hash it out. Hope you all have a good day, and we will see you all next time on Compact Discourse.